0: You and Craig Council crossed paths at all when you were
1: Bat Boy with the Brewers. He was a pain in the
2: ass. (laughs) Also true? Things don't change. That's how it works.
3: Live
4: from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano
0: what today is Eric Tuesday today is just the next day of your transit life with the magic bus
5: the BRT is a BFD to have the first uh, bus rapid transit system in the state of Wisconsin right here in Milwaukee County is something to be proud of and it is my hope that we find ways to continue to grow. Project.
0: Yes, the BRT is a BFD. There's your county executive. Let's be the headline. I give him some props for that I one. Love That's it. okay. You know what BFD stands for, don't you? Okay. I do. That's fine. Look. <laughs> look, i I'm, look. You're <laughs> exasperated by this. Just get on the get on board. <laughs> the, ride the bus. It's Enjoy a it. Bus. I'm fine. You want to evolve the transit system? Fine. You're like Weaving? the only guy not at the ceremony yesterday cutting their ribbon. <laughs> everybody it. was invited, <laughs> right? Don't get my position wrong on this. I'm not against public transit in fact i think we need robust public transit you have to in a city of our size people need to get around and if this is the next evolution of transit that's fine it's just with the promises and the fanfare and the bs they fed us about how many people are going to ditch their cars and now ride the bus you want a new bus that's nicer easier for people to access all that fine then sell me on that just, we don't have to have a party it's a bus It's battery powered great it's bigger it's a bus it's a BFD It's a BFD the BRT is a BFD fine I'll stop talking about it now for a little while Well maybe one more time in the eight o'clock hour. I think you should right. jump on it once you should, you should Absolutely. take it a ride. I'm going to and I think I think I'll think it's very nice. And I think if I lived in Wauwatosa still and I wanted to go down to Summerfest, I'd hop on it. It's free all summer? Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Yep. And No objections to any of that. It's just the hyperbole about what this is. It's a bus. And federal officials in here launching the bus. It's a bus. Ride it or don't ride it. Fine. It's not a magic bus. Sports is sponsored by Holiday Automotive at Highway 23 in Fond du Lac. Holiday Automotive It's worth the trip.
3: The BRT is the BFD.
2: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk.
4: Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers were back in action last night and found themselves scratching their heads and searching for answers at the plate as the Reds called up their top pitching prospect, Andrew Abbott, who completely shut down the crew, allowing no runs, one hit, in six scoreless innings as Cincinnati rolled to the 2-0
2: win. You know, we did a nice job in the first inning making them work. We did a nice job in the second inning uh, making them work. The, you know, we couldn't, obviously the two strikeouts then that inning were, were big, and then and then he was efficient after that, and, you know, we, we didn't get any hits. But we just, we didn't square enough base up enough baseballs to, to get anything done. The Brewers will look to bounce back tonight at home following their seven-game
4: road trip. The Baltimore Orioles come to town to begin, begin a three-game set at American Family Field. Freddie Peralta looks to get things started tonight. First pitch is set for 640. The Milwaukee Admirals season came to a screeching halt on Monday night as they dropped the 4-3 loss to the Coachella Valley Firebirds in Game 6 of the Western Conference Finals. The ads were just one of a f- the final few teams left playing, leaving head coach Carl Taylor with nothing but appreciation following the season-ending loss. It's a
6: real uh, disappointing finish, uh, but there's only three teams left playing, and now two. So, you know, we made it to the final three. What a great season. What a great effort by the guys. Hard to find the words right now, but
4: final three is pretty amazing out of 32 teams. Lastly, the Milwaukee Bucks officially announced Monday they have hired former Toronto assistant coach Adrian Griffin to replace Mike Budenholzer as the franchise's 17th coach.
0: They went through a finalist process of Nick Nurse, Adrian Griffin, Kenny Atkinson, and interestingly, they all met one-on-one with Giannis before any hiring was made. And then ownership, Giannis, Uh, John Horst, their general manager in Milwaukee, they all huddled up afterward to figure out exactly who the coach would be. An introductory news
4: conference is scheduled for today at 11 a.m. You can tune into that press conference right here live on WTMJ.
0: Coming up, we do have some shower activity now entering uh, perhaps Ozaukee County and Washington County and Fond du Lac as well, so we'll check in with Storm Team 4 meteorologist Brian Desnansky next on Wisconsin's Morning News. 7:22 7:22 this morning. 24. Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski on the line with us. Not much in these showers, though, is there, Niz? I mean, like, and for those of us
3: asking for <laughs> a friend enough. in southern
0: Milwaukee County, no, no hope.
3: <laughs> it's enough that when I woke up and I saw them on the radar, yeah. I perked up a little bit. I'm like, "Come <laughs> on, baby, let's go, let's go."
0: I mean, it's, no, I mean it's it's like that. It's like, like being be no- in the casino when you turn on the thing. It's like, "Come on, let me get in on some of that. Come on, one time." <laughs>
3: Um, There are showers. And I mean, yes, um, some of us are going to get some rain. I I just it's not enough that's going to make a huge impact. But hey, if you're lucky, you get under one of these, maybe you get a quarter inch of rain, which is one less little watering for me. So I'll take it.
0: Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the air quality again. It's been a concern. This is all tied to that wildfire smoke. I know you had something interesting yesterday about instead of the stuff coming from, you know, like the Pacific Northwest, now this was coming back around from Quebec.
3: Yeah, super crazy. Just the way the air currents work. I mean, when we go to school, like, we're supposed to think of, like the air masses as as fluids um so like there's all different types of steering currents high pressures low pressures you know all all sorts of stuff that the that'll force a the water to move as you know the air to move as water um so when you look at where the fires are that are originating across quebec somehow they steered around did a little backwards loop-de-loop towards us here uh in the great lakes. So the, f- the smoke that we're seeing right now is from fires that are hundreds of miles to our Northeast. It's, it's uh pretty wild how that one worked out.
6: Niz, I can't remember the last time that we've dealt with this for such a
0: long time yeah. period.
3: Yeah, right. Here sure. or
0: there, we'd get a little taste, but we're yep. talking weeks.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is probably, I mean, especially this early in the year. Now the fires that we had that were affecting us from Alberta, Canada, that's kind of like, that's, that's Canada's spot. Like we would think of like California or, you know, when, when we see wildfires every year, Mm -hmm. you know, in the United States, that's their fire zone. So when we get it from there, not so unique, but for us to get the wildfire smoke from the Quebec wildfires, that it basically worked backwards is, is a is a rarity. So that's, that's a double punch that we typically do not see. So yeah, this is pretty rare. And, and then guess what? I mean, by by the second half of summer, when we start getting our wildfires in Colorado and, you know, California, then that smoke came on for that stuff to, to work its way in, too. So, um, yeah, we're off to definitely a hazy, smoky start here this summer. And hopefully we get some blue skies here pretty soon. I do. I was looking at some of the modeling. It does look like probably this afternoon, this evening things start to improve. We got this cold front working through, and it's bringing another little swath of this smoke. And um, once that gets out of here, we change up the air mass, and it won't be perfect, but it'll be better than what we're dealing with.
0: Talking with Storm Team 4 is Chief Meteorologist Brian Niznanski. Hey, put your commuter hat on for a moment. I loved your tweet the other day. Was that on the way home on 43 northbound? So, folks That know, was last night. Yeah, so...
3: That was last night. Oh
0: TMJ Studios are was... on East Capitol Drive, and the Niz lives up in the Grafton area, so you're driving through that construction zone every day, and it's a surprise every day. Oh, my goodness.
3: Like, it's <laughs> crazy. Okay, so dur- during the day, you're... You're dealing with normal traffic flow, so it can be a little bit of a challenge. But at least you know kind of, like, what you're getting. But, like, by – when I leave work and I'm heading home at 11 o'clock at night, like, it is literally like a labyrinth. You have to make notes on, like, when it's going to be closed, which ramp is closed. I mean, it could be, like, okay, it's closed at 1037 from Brown Deer Road to Mequon Road. Make that note. Okay. (laughs) 1037. And then it opens up here and that – you don't and then the ramps close at different times versus the actual freeway, so you better get there twenty minutes before the freeway closure, or else your ramp is going to be closed and then they got Port Washington closed, and then they got i mean I, the other day I was I was going through some parts of Fox point where I bet you they were like, okay, get this guy out of here.
0: <laughs> don't recognize this. I don't recognize this vehicle here.
3: Exactly. Uh, excuse me. Why are you doing a uh, turnaround in my cul-de-sac? <laughs> <laughs> so, it's midnight.
0: <laughs> like, <I> mean, <laughs> if you hit the lake, you've gone too far. Niz.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You got that going for you. But yeah, I mean, this is no disrespect to the construction workers and the planning or whatever. I'm sure they they're like, okay, what can we do? The best way to damage control this, but man, there are some nights where it is nearly impossible to get home. Um, it, and I know it's all related, but like when you take down the freeway and you take down Port Washington Road, like you're a real challenge. You uh, right. want me to get home? You're right.
0: right. Brian Niznansky <laughs> with us this morning. Always appreciate it, Niz. Thanks, man.
3: All right, see you later,
6: guys. That's Bye. what always gets me, too. When when the other streets that you would normally take... Like, to okay, avoid I'll just take conspire, this, then. Yeah, yeah, barrels up there. To like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my.
0: I had a story in the newscast about... Arthur Fonzarelli. Henry Winkler has a new book coming out, and... I don't know, it's rubbing people, some people the wrong way that his fifteen city book tour is not stopping in Milwaukee, home of literally a statue of the character. So Naperville makes the list, right? <laughs> Naperville, Illinois, but not Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So we joked about whether or not people would be hacked off about that. And-
6: I suggested that perhaps, you know, I, I'd say old school, like nineteen ninety
0: common council would like write a letter upset demanding yes. an apology. See Alderman Bauman from downtown. That's an outrage! The statue's right there on public land, right there on the Riverwalk. Doesn't it? It's squatting, squatting on public land. Doesn't have to be there. That's not bad. That's a pretty good Bauman.
6: He just, he's just overexcited about things. I'm getting some texts
0: on this too. Remarkably, we have one text. So Bruce lost his mind over all of it. Ready? It is time to part ways with the bronze fonts. No, no one suggested oh, wow. that. Right? <laughs> Everyone who has ever wanted to see that silly thing has seen it. No one is coming to Milwaukee because of a statue. Pull it down with a chain, push it into the river where it belongs, or run it over with the stupid bus. End of an era. Move on! <laughs> that
5: escalated quickly.
0: Wow. wow. That'll get you going on a Tuesday. <laughs>
2: Time for an update from the Gruber
4: Law Offices. One call, that's all. Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Brewers were back at it last night, falling to the Reds in Cincinnati by a final score of two to zero. The Brewers wrapped up their road trip, winning four of seven, and they are back home tonight, hosting the Baltimore Orioles for a three-game set. Coverage will begin at six oh five, right here on WTMJ. Freddie Peralta expected to get the start.
0: Brewers 360 is sponsored by Holiday Automotive. Coming off a winning road trip and back home tonight against the Orioles, we have Brewers manager Craig Council with us this morning. Morning, Craig.
2: Good morning.
0: I want to throw this at you. Uh, Later today, the Milwaukee Bucks are going to announce their next head coach, Adrian Griffin. It'll be his first head coaching job. I wonder if you have any thoughts if you had Coach Griffin with a few minutes to talk with him today. What would you tell him?
2: Well, I mean, I, I just wish him the best, um, and just you know, I think any any new job, any big job that anybody takes, um, you know, the one of the biggest thing is you got to be yourself. You don't have to change for the job. Um, you know, whatever you did to get there is uh, good enough, and that's 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 the main advice I'd give anybody taking a brand new big job.
6: I do find it fascinating, Skip, when it comes to the fact that he's been a former player, he's also been an assistant coach, similar to you where you've been on the bench before with these guys even. Does that play a role in, like, when you're a peer to then having to be a quote-unquote mentor or coach?
2: Um, no, I mean, I think, I think like, the, the playing – Um, your playing career, you know, actually creates trust with, with the players. Um, you know, that you've been through a lot of similar situations, um, you know, and, and, and at the time when I was a peer to some of the the players I was coaching, you know, there's already a, a huge level of trust established with those guys. You've, you've got relationships with those guys. They know who you are. They know how you behave and act and all those things. So no surprises from that end. Um, you know, it, it's it's different being an assistant than a head coach. It's different being a player to an assistant coach. And and those are things you learn as you go. Um, and there's different responsibilities. But, you know, the key is to kind of act with your gut. You know, there's there's a lot of information in the world, but every decision we make ultimately comes down to our, our gut. And um, and it's important to, to trust that.
0: Hey, Craig, Eric had an uh, interesting interaction with some of our folks on the team here from a, a childhood friend of yours from back in the day when you guys were both... Ball boys there for the Brewers. Yeah, so Bill Zito. I don't know how many people know the name, but he's
6: a local guy who's now the GM of the Florida Panthers. So who are in the Stanley Cup yeah. final, by the way? And uh, he right. was on. I, I was able to speak with him earlier, Craig. But
1: he was also on ESPN Milwaukee, and he talked about you a bit. Mr. Council would bring the boys, and Craig was there with Sal Bandos' uh, son Sonny, and I think Sonny and Sal. Yeah. And then Larry Larry Heisel had boys. But it was awesome. There was, there was like no security. There was one security guy, Uncle Wally, who sat by the front door and slept. And then the, the guys would bring the kids in, and they would help. And, then, and Craig Council also played with my brother, Chris, when we were growing up. So he was, he was a few years behind me. I have not seen him since I got down here. It was just so cool, Craig, hearing
6: this uh, GM for an NHL team just talking so fondly about his time with the Brewers.
2: Yeah, it's funny. I mean, we, we grew up, um, you know, really like a block from each other. Um, and, uh, he, he was much older than I was, but his brothers were on the playground when we were little playing all the time. And, um, yeah, that, that, at that County stadium, that was the story. It was Sal Bando's kids and it was Larry Heisel's kids. And we tried to have as much fun and get soak as much baseball in as we could. Um, so that, that's, that's exactly how it happened. Here's another soundbite,
6: though. Right. I got another one for you. You might appreciate this one. I remember Ted Simmons helping me
1: with my homework and telling me, you got to get it done. Get your homework done. Uh, there's so many stories. Uh, Pete Vukovic was a, a grumpy, uh, sort of a curmudgeon guy, and he'd come in the room and scream, this place is filthy. You, you clubbies, you, you guys are the worst. And then when no one's looking, here's 20 bucks. Don't you tell
2: anyone. (laughs) Is that true? those are good stories, and he he's na- he nailed the personalities. Those are the personalities exactly. <laughs> Got him <them> right.
0: <laughs> Ted Simmons helped me with my
2: homework. That I didn't expect to hear, Skip. No, Ted Simmons, very very smart guy. Very smart guy.
6: So, uh, last soundbite. I, I know you'll appreciate this one. So Zito on with the SPN Milwaukee. They they brought you up when they were talking. You and
0: Craig Council crossed paths at all when you were Bat Boy with the Brewers, and Craig was
1: also doing the same gig. He was a pain in the ass. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also true. That things don't change. But that's how it works. Brewers manager
0: Craig Council with us. Uh, thanks, Craig. Brewers have a six forty first pitch tonight at American Family Field. Seven right. fifty one. We've got Mark Townshend next on Wisconsin's Morning News. Idea Man.
5: We got invited to a wedding this weekend. Innovative. We have baseball in Jamesville and I am the coach of the team. The schedule comes out and we play at 3:30 and at 6:30 oh. Saturday
3: night.
4: And Packers Hall of Famer. Come um, in my in my ballpark uniform, <laughs> <laughs> sweet Caroline, hit my YMCA, and then hit the road. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Fellow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and
0: Kohler Services. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services. Tauscher, we are just talking with uh, manager Craig Council about him as a, as a young one and other guys' kids with the organization hanging around at the time. So you, if I get it right, you played under Mike Sherman and Mike McCarthy. I don't remember if Coach Sherman had any kids hanging around, but uh, McCarthy would have had little kids. Were they ever around?
5: Yeah, uh, both did. And I think there's always that fine line you want to you know, coaches already don't get to spend a ton of time with their family. They miss a bunch of stuff. So I think they, you know, try to get uh, get their kids in. So a lot of times on Saturdays before home games, you know, players could bring their kids in every once in a while. Coaches would bring their kids in. But I always thought some of the best stuff that Mike Sherman would talk to us about is when he would sit up in a team meeting room, and it wouldn't be breaking down our run game or our pass game. He would just sit and kind of talk, uh, tell stories about his kids and him as a father. And I can remember times we'd start off the season one and three or one and four, and he would you know get up and just kind of go over, really humanize himself. Because and that was what I thought, man. I was listening to that, Vinny, and I thought it was hilarious when. Uh, the GM for I think Florida Panthers is on with Jen Gabe and Chewy and saying, eh, Craig Council's a real pain in the ass, and yeah. uh, just to get because these guys, you we as media folks we mince every word these guys say, so they have to be. You know, Mike McCarthy would always say BBD, boring by design. And you think these coaches are boring at all? You, you get a chance to know, them. you know they're not, but they have to play that. So it's always cool when you get a chance to get Craig Council, you know end up getting Mike McCarthy or Matt LaFleur or somebody to kind of open up, that's when you know you've done a pretty doggone good job.
0: Now, I think it's cool when, you know, guy. you don't want to interfere with the day-to-day activity, but I think it's cool for, you know, whatever your job is to connect your kids to, especially if you have an exciting place to work. I remember, I, I told you, I worked training camp at St. Norbert Tausch back in the day when Holmgren was there, and his daughters worked Alongside some of us in the food service line and stuff, he had two older girls were twins, and then there was Emily and Gretchen were the homegrown daughters. And I knew Emily pretty well, but it was it was just normal for her to be around the team, and I thought that was super cool.
5: Yeah, I, I really think you're always trying as a coach to find a way to relate to your players and to get the best out of your players. And the easiest way there's there's always going to be a kind of a hierarchy. But the best way, I think, is to always humanize yourself and also make you know have some empathy and understanding. Even though you know you're still going to get yelled at and everything else, it makes it easier if you have a, a, kind of that common ground and understanding a little bit about who that person is, why they are the way they are, and that usually makes you uh, a better team because you have that relatability.
0: But see, now just bring your kids to your boring workplace. Now it's not not like
5: taking them to Lambeau Field. <laughs> Uh, It's a little different, but I'll say this. I I let my kids, when they're off of school, run trivia once in a while, and I'll tell you, they think it is the coolest thing. Oh, it's good. I I, I think kids always look at their parents' jobs a little bit differently. Obviously, if you're playing professional sports and you get a chance to meet Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers, that, that is a little bit different. But, heck, maybe at some point my kids will be lucky enough to meet Eric Bilstead and Vince Petrano. Uh, they can know. only dream. Boy, Absolutely. that'd be something. That would be
0: special. <laughs>
5: Any chance. We have to make sure that goldfish uh, is, is in whatever. <laughs> you know what? That would Bill
0: be the State. thing. That's who they'd want to meet, right? Hey, is the fish here? Probably. I'll, I'll inquire. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tal. Should talk tomorrow.
5: See you guys.